So yeah. how funny. He thought you didn't want him and you thought he didn't want you. Yeah, because, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. and, and then happens yeah, all the it just time, happens I'm all sure. the time. Yeah. And, you know, like, I realized my words can have a shitty meaning, like mm. can hurt. Mm-hmm. Because when I was growing up, my parents would fight, they would say stuff and then they'd be good after a couple of days. Lee is not like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we don't swear. We don't like call names. Yeah. That was something that mm-hmm. I had in my previous relationship. And I told myself I will never be in such a relationship again. Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. All right. Okay, girls. Welcome. We have no guest today. It's just us. So get ready for some interesting topics. Yes. (laughs) You're going to get a a sneak peek at what really goes on when we're alone. (laughs) The real conversation before we roll, we're going to bring it into rolling, actually. Well, actually, today what we're going to be doing is uh, our last event. Everybody wrote down uh, on their pieces of paper what they're struggling with. So we thought we would tackle this, uh, you know, a few, of them. a few of them today just to kind of, you know, engage with uh, the, our audience and, yeah. and kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. And we definitely had some themes, yes. some recurring themes. So the good news with that is that we are not alone. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. all, <laughs> we at the core have the same struggles yeah. in different language, but we all have the same struggles. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm, my, my theme, we pulled a bunch and uh, my theme was, uh, I'm going to say communication, um, convincing my husband, I need more, I need help with the mental load, teaching husband time management. And having mm-hmm. self-care time while having a newborn and a two-year-old. Okay. Next time, ladies, please write very clearly. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did have a guessing translation. Game. What's this word? <laughs> totally. And then uh, ha- I have a hard time finding the right balance with housework, cooking, all the chores while running a business and not starting a fight with my husband to get him to do his fair half. Mm. So to me, all of those are, there's a communication breakdown, Mm. right? So um, yeah, so really what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, is take a communication course. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're not actually taught how to communicate. Just send your husband and you'll be fine. Yeah, Yeah. right? (laughs) So when we come into a conversation, most, most of us come in with like, stories that we've created because we Mm -hmm. haven't talked to our partners about it and we let it fester. Mm -hmm. And so we come in with this giant ball of stories that usually are in our favor Mm -hmm. and we're on the attack. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right. So there is an art for talking and listening where when we're actually doing active listening, we're not trying to come up with a rebuttal or, you know, already thinking in our heads what we're going to say to defend ourselves. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for me, I've been going through some communication challenges with my husband lately. And over this last weekend, we kind of duked it out. There was other things that like blew things out of proportion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. And added. But because we didn't deal with... Um, the issue that happened, let's say six months ago, and he didn't communicate it to me, he started shutting down. 
Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's not communicating with me. He's not, he's like, we're having shallow conversations, you know, and I I wanted our like emotional uh, connection, connection, you know, uh, back, you know, having that. That emotional intimacy, intimacy. right? Mm, Yes, Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Hold it right out of your head there. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) You saw it coming. (laughs) Across the table. Emotional intimacy, because we were so connected um, and then because of like my dad passing, he, there was never a good time, right? Mm. So it festered for way too long Yeah, mm. because that's one of the key communication skills, I guess, is like addressing your issue in a timely mm. manner, right? Mm-hmm. Because the longer we wait, the bigger the, the story, bigger <laughs> the story, right? Yeah. So he was creating a big story around because, you know, when we speak our words, we have maybe a, a intention or our meaning is this. Yeah. But they don't take it the same way. Right. right. So yeah, it festered. And then I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And then I came like, you don't blah, blah. You know, like I came in with that, yeah. not giving him a chance either because I was on an attack. So then he went on the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we actually don't yell at each other. So I'm like, ah. But in my head, I was like, he doesn't love me. He doesn't, you know, like it's so shallow. Plus he works out of town. Maybe there's somebody else he's, you know, connecting with. Mm. Like, you know, creating these huge stories that were not true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would say that's probably a lot of what goes on in relationships. And I would say that probably, you know, our therapists would say this too, is to make that time, right? To really schedule that time. And it's hard when you're busy. But it is, it's very important to Mm -hmm. have that quality time. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the The check-ins, check-ins, but also love languages, right? Mm -hmm. Like connections. Some people, I know there's, but there's other, what is there? Kiss, acts, uh, of service, acts of service, service gifts, gifts, uh, touch. Yeah, physical touch, physical touch, words yeah. of affirmation, words, words of, of affirmation. affirmation. That's yeah. mine. Yeah, in case anyone cares. Yeah. <laughs> Aww, and, you look so pretty today. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, girls. Uh, and then there's what's the other one? There's another one. Gifts, right? Did we, we say did, gifts? We said, said yeah. Uh, acts of service. I'm oh, quality it. time. Quality. T- well, yeah. Okay, we just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> But I yeah. don't know if it's quality time. I don't time. know. I don't I'm going to look you, it up. You look it up. I think it is yeah. quality time. So yeah. So I mean, like I was doing some language searches and um, like, you know, I have this, whoever wrote this down, I have a hard time finding the right balance with housework, cooking and all the chores while running a business and not starting a fight because you're already coming into it mm-hmm. feeling like it will become a fight. So it will. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're bringing um, that energy. And so, yeah, it's like, and then we also come in with these absolute words, which like you never help out. Yeah. Right. I'm always doing things like by myself. I'm always doing everything. You're not. Yeah. (laughs) But you're already setting up your partner for failure and for an armor because he's being attacked or she's being attacked or whoever's right. So, you know, some of the, the, the absolutes we need to kind of work on, on those and then, uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, it, it diminishes the times that they did do it. So then they're like, "Well, she's never gonna, she's never gonna yeah. another absolute yeah. appreciate what I do." So what's the point? Yeah, right. Yeah. All this always going to be never a fight. Good enough. Never, never good enough. Yeah. yeah, all that in the language, right? So it does diminish, you know, the the efforts that 
like the people put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with children, you know? Yes. They, the absolutes I, with them. The absolutes with them. You never do this. You always fight. Yeah. I try that with my children because mm-hmm. we used to be like, oh. And we came like aware of it when they started telling people, well, we always fight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no, you don't always fight. Yeah. But our language was, mm-hmm. you're always fighting. Right. Why are you always fighting? You, well, totally. you're not always fighting yes. because they did they play nice and whatever, but when we come into those situations, it's it's hands up in the air and you're raging, right? Yeah. Um, so some of the ways I would suggest, according to, you know, even Brene Brown, um, mm-hmm. it's a good book. I'm listening to it because I don't actually read. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You have so much free well, time. ADHD. <laughs> I, like, oh my gosh. I have to, I'm not self-diagnosing, but I'm self-diagnosing. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, like, I have a hard time focusing on reading, but I'm a listener and mm. it sticks. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. wish that there was a way of making notes while I'm driving without, you know, actually having to make right. notes because I usually listen to those things when I'm driving. See, squirrel. Yeah, totally. that was yeah. a squirrel. But couldn't you voice note it? Anyway, keep going. But I'm driving, <laughs> so I don't know, like, it's on the phone and whatever. Right? Yeah. I don't know. We'll don't figure know. something out. Yeah. Okay, Google, say this say and this. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so absolutes. Yeah. The absolutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, we had a really awesome conversation with my husband. Um, and I really listened to what he had to say. And then I said, well, I'm sorry for making you feel this way, right? Setting that time to actually listen. And I was like, holy shit, I have loosely thrown words around where he interpreted as I'm, I don't want to be with him. Right. It's like, Oh, I'm checking out. Mm. Right. But I wasn't checking out as I'm checking out, you know, from the relationship. I'm just like, I'm checking out because I don't feel like you're listening or like, then I'm not, I'm going to armor myself. out. I'm going to check out too. Then I'm going to, I'm going to show you. Right. So how funny he thought you didn't want him and you thought, he didn't want you. Yeah, because, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. and, and then happens yeah, all it the just time, happens I'm all sure. the time. Yeah. And, you know, like, I realized my words can have a shitty meaning, like, mm. can hurt. Mm-hmm. Because when I was growing up, my parents would fight, they would say stuff, and then they'd be good after a couple of days. Lee is not like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we don't swear. We don't, like, call names. Yeah. That was something that mm-hmm. I had in my previous relationship. And I told myself I will never be in such a relationship again. And we have not. But words like for him, when I say, okay, that's it, I'm checking out, had a completely different meaning because of how he was raised and Mm. the words that were used. Mm. Right? So then it's like, well, am I good? I'm not good enough. I'm never good enough for her. Maybe, you know, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. Why bother? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So we had a really good conversation. We listened to like, holy shit, that's not what I really meant. I wish... We had this conversation months ago, mm-hmm. so it didn't get to this point yeah. because we did not address it mm-hmm. right away. It built for him a story, yeah. built for me a story. Yeah. And then we came in going like, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but then we like, oh yeah, well, it's not working because... We didn't, I didn't mean this and you didn't mean this. And like, this is way out of control right now. Yeah. <laughs> it probably brought you guys closer together. And yeah. now you'll know to check in when someone seems off, Well, right? just check in, but also being like uh, vulnerable in our conversations. Yeah. I feel like men have a tendency 
a hard time with vulnerability, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. they are conditioned. They, you know, you don't show emotions. You don't yeah. cry. Toughen up. Toughen up. You know, yeah. be the man. Mm-hmm. So I feel with that being vulnerable and actually expressing how they truly feel yeah. may seem like it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they tend not to. And I think that's yeah. where the communication breakdown happens yeah. Yeah. too, right? Not that yeah. I'm blaming him for not communicating, but I understand. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we get it. Yeah. Right? So like using language, like, um, so a word of advice about like, you know, not going into a fight with already knowing that it will always, into a conversation, knowing it will always be a fight. Because mm-hmm. it's not. No. You choose. Yeah, right? yeah. You choose. You bring the energy. You bring the energy. You get to say how it's going to be. And you always talk about how it makes you feel and not you make me feel this way. Mm. I've been feeling like. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, honey, do you think we could schedule a time where we can sit down and put together a list of chores because I can only do Tuesdays and Thursdays. I can cook and I can do, but I would really love if you could do this and this on these days, Mm -hmm. right? It already changes the dynamics of the conversation, Yeah, right? Because we're not coming in with an attack. You never do this. You always do that. You say, this is what I need. Yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed with all this stuff. I really need your help. This is what I can do. Can you please do this? Can we? And if we can't, how can we solve? Do we do we get a cleaning lady? Do we uh, yeah. get like a frozen dinner? Whatever this, and find those solutions together. Versus, you know, because he may not know what his half is. Yeah. Right. And, and chances then, are he thinks he's doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Right. And because us women, we assume yeah. and want our husbands, partners. To know what is inside our heads. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Without telling telling them and having them guess. And now they're not meeting our expectations. And now we're pissed off because they didn't do, they didn't say. Yeah. Story, 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 story. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's it's that communication. So yeah, even like, you know, uh having my husband help with the mental load. Again, yeah. like communication. Say, hey, I'm really struggling. I really need, and there's no convincing. You just need to tell your truth yeah right mm-hmm. with the with the mental load load right yeah because sometimes i think well because it is a f- commonly more female thing with the mental load yeah that i think that the husbands or the partner don't even realize what yeah. the mental load feels like in that yeah. sense yeah yeah you know yeah there was a really great quote by diane sawyer and i always remember this and she said nagging is a really poor way of just asking for what you want mm. yeah I like that. And I thought it was so good. It's like, instead of nagging, just like you said, just I need or I feel like instead of you, 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 right? And I just, since you said Brene Brown, I just saw a post that she did where her and her husband do a check-in every day and, you know, say, where do you at? And it's like, okay, well, I got 60% today or I got, and and it was more like their their capacity. Mm -hmm. They're measuring their capacity. And she said, you know, if he's at 60, she's like, okay, well, I'm at 20. So we got to figure out a way to get, you know, and it's working together to bridge that gap. Like who's going to tackle the kids and who's going to go. And she says that they sit down at the beginning of the week and figure everything out. And that's the way to do it. Who's going to handle Tuesday soccer and who's going to do, and just, getting that organization and like you said, communication, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hammering that out maybe 
ahead of time yeah. instead of in the moment, like, oh my God, they got to get to soccer and who's going to do yeah. it? I thought you were going to do it. And, you know, having that like schedule. really good schedule. Yeah, schedule and routine, I find. Yeah. You know, because like it was a one that said like, how do I deal with bedtime when I'm being like patience during bedtime when I'm beat? Yeah. So it, you know, ties in a little bit with the scheduling yeah. and having a routine with the children. I always notice that if I don't have the routine, all hell breaks loose. Everybody's on edge. Everybody's, you know, yeah. the whole energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I have a routine, smoothly, you know, like I love my mom, <laughs> but she is not a morning person. Okay? Mm. She says she is, but she's not. She needs to sleep however long she needs to sleep. And she's doesn't need to come downstairs for the morning routine because when I'm doing the morning routine, it's calm. Mm-hmm. When she comes down, it's like, did she do this? Blah, 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 blah. And everybody's like, uh, elevating, yeah. mm-hmm. right? I'm like, mom, can you not? No, because... And it's like, holy shit, balls. She brings stress. Yeah. She brings the stress, yeah. right? It's like me and my dad used to have our mornings. <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, mama's coming down. <laughs> oh, I was going to break loose. And she recognizes. She, like, yeah. she laughs yeah. about it. She's like, okay, sometimes I was hearing you guys chatting and I'm like, okay, I better not got down now because it's going to start go crazy. something, right? <laughs> yeah. So she's now aware of it and yeah. she realized that, yeah, it's better if I just do the morning routine, I drive them and then she's responsible for picking them up whenever she can most yeah. of the days except for Wednesdays because that's her Polish ladies night, day, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so so we were figuring it out. But yeah. the communication was, I'm like, mom, I'd rather you not come downstairs in the morning because it's way calmer. Yeah. And you know, We've, and she's Less. like, yeah, I noticed like a whole week and there was not a breakdown, mm. right? And the kids are like, oh, mommy, can we talk about this? And so I'm actually enjoying mm. the drive down because yeah. they are talking to me. We're talking about the pet lizards and birds that they <laughs> think they're going to get mm. after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. So next topic, ladies. Well, I, I mean, there was so many great topics, but I, I wanted to tie into um, one that I had a lot of comments about was balance. Mm-hmm. And um, when you say routine, that is, I think, the key to balancing is mm-hmm. like just having a plan, right? Yeah. Um, so a couple of the struggles. So again, at the beginning of our event, we asked everybody to write down, you know, things they're currently struggling with. And mm-hmm. as we said, there was a theme and I probably have about seven or eight here about balance. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was balancing full-time work while raising three children full-time. Uh, some moms are doing it on their own, right? Yeah. Balancing all the big dreams mm-hmm. and mamahood. That's a big That's one. Right, and yeah. I can really, uh, really speak to that. Uh, balancing work, grandmothering mm-hmm. and mothering. So grandchildren. So that tells me we never get away from it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh dear, gosh, it never goes away. Uh, balance between career and family, balance work, social life and being a present mother and just balance in general. I feel like, um, again, you know me and my quotes, but uh, I think I said this before too. It was another uh, powerful anchor woman and she said, you know, we as women can have it all, but just not at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And I know that, um, you know, when my kids were little, I remember being at home, uh, you know, I had a career and then I, I stayed home and I mean, I still worked. I had a home-based business, but um, I remember my husband going out and building this empire and I was so envious. Like yeah. I thought, oh, 
I want to be out there building something and doing something and going to meetings and meeting people and networking and, you know, but at the same time I was home with the kids and I was happy about that, but I was envious about not being able to have that all, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, balance is, you know, work life. Some people... Some is some people have said that there's no such thing as work-life balance. No. Just like throw it out the window. There's no such thing. And then other people think they have a handle on what it is. And so depending on which expert you look at, um, it can look different. But I agree with you. Having a routine mm-hmm. uh, is so important. Scheduling. Yeah. We had Amy on telling us about her color-coded calendar, yeah. which I started doing and has totally helped me out to have a glance at my day for sure. Um, so time management that's something that is, I think, an art. Time management is an art, really. Mm. Uh, organization, scheduling, letting go as well. Like yeah, not, knowing you're not going to do it all. Yeah. And not over scheduling too, because I find <sighs> that's when you're setting yourself up for failure. for failure. Because when you have so much, we I feel like we over schedule yes. our children, ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, the time just to be, yeah. just to be. Yeah. 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 So that, yeah. I think too, yes, I agree. And I feel like I had to let go of like, sometimes my floors are not going to be vacuumed. Yeah. You know, sometimes maybe there's extra laundry because that was what would get me so tightly wound was like, you know, we're out doing life, especially in the summer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, feeling like, oh, I really want to go to the beach, but geez, I got to clean and I got to, it's like, wait a minute, you yeah. know, that's, that dust is still going to be there. So now yeah. I'm more apt to kind of say, you know what, we're going to go to the beach. We'll clean in the winter. <laughs> Kind yeah. of thing, yeah. right? Uh, the other thing I think too is really good boundaries, like learning to say no to things, yeah. right? Things that don't fill you up, um, you know, because I think a lot of us are, you know, I don't want to say guilty, but a lot of us do this where we're running around for other things that we've said yes to. Yeah. And then we feel depleted because yeah. we're not doing what we want to want to do. At yeah. The so yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yesterday when we went on the boat, yeah. so we went for a event in the morning, it was like on the on the water, and then the kids had their piano recital. So we got off the water, get, got everybody ready, and then we were supposed to go to another event in a winery. It was like a summer winery, nice. you know, for members only kind of deal. But we really wanted just to get back on the water, right? So mm. then we had that choice. There was like a we sign here, but like you know, and we had some friends that were so, supposed to come with us to the winery as well, and so there was like a you know, what's that? Push-pull. Push-pull, you know? But what we really wanted to do, Lee and I, was go on the boat and be on the water. Mm. So that's when we decided, you know what? This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to invite our friends if they want to come with us, but this is what we want to do. And we are usually doing, like you said, things for other people, things we said yes to, but that was the first time we're just like, no, we want to be on the water, our kids didn't want to go home because they're spoiled little things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> entitlement. That's a whole other well, topic. In the boat. Uh, but it was good. It was, you know, we really connected with my husband, you know, because yeah. again, we had a heart, like a, a bit of a, you know, deterioration of our communication. Yeah. And then, yeah, we were able to really do and fill our buckets yeah. by spending the time together the way we wanted to spend the time. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was the first time in a long time that we actually had fun. Like there was joy. I was going to say, you guys probably have to to be even more strict about that because you only get him on weekends. Yes. So if you're doing everything for everybody else on weekends, of course there's no time for Mm -hmm. you guys. Yeah. And I think that's also where, 
you know, yeah. it's a it's a bigger it was a bigger thing, right? Because yeah. it's been now working two years away. Yeah. So if you don't put that time in, yeah, things are gonna start, That's you know, kind of, you know, I, that saying like you know the distance makes the heart grow fonder. If you're working on it, yeah. But if you're not, yeah, then it's, the, like, it's gonna make you a gap. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like move apart. Yeah. yeah. So I started feeling that. I'm pretty good at being like, hey, I'm feeling like this, yeah. you know? And he's like, oh, everything's fine. And then, you know, I kind of let it go. And then, you know, a week yeah. or two later, I'm like, hey, I'm kind of <laughs> feeling disconnected. Oh, no, I, I'm really, you know, I'm not feeling disconnected. Bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, persistent. but being persistent and actually taking that time. Yeah. Um, so we're looking forward to having that weekend getaway. That yeah. Alexandra over here bought us. <laughs> yeah, lovely. So, yeah, but anyways, I digress again. Squirrel. No, it's it's all it's all encompassing. You yeah. know, it's all it's all all topics, right? Um, but just you know, when it comes to like just life and balance, and the one when she said about your dreams, I feel like that is a a, a thing too because we all have these big vision dreams, and I know for me too. You know, if I didn't have my girls. I would be working all the time. I would be traveling. I'd be doing all these things. And so they keep me grounded in such a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes back to what I said about we can have it all, but just maybe not at the same time. Yeah. Knowing that your kids are going to grow up, you know, enjoy the time where you're at. I think I think I can, I feel like, and I feel like a lot of my uh, clients have said this, you know, we, we have this like internal timeline about where, how, how long everything's going to take, mm-hmm. where we should be. You know, and, you know, kind of how we started this podcast, looking at, you know, social media is really good about reminding you where you're not. Yeah. Right. And where everybody else looks like they're achieving and doing everything. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at that. Everybody else is achieving their dreams and they have kids and I'm not doing it. And, you know, I think it's just being present and knowing that it will all happen. Yeah. Just maybe not right at the same time. Yeah. I agree with that. But I also think it's important to kind of like you were saying a minute ago, like check in with yourself. Cause for me, having my kids and being at home, I kept being like, yeah, this is good. It's just a moment in time. But I was really wrestling with that feeling like, no, I want to not be at home, but I I wasn't admitting that to myself. And so mm. somebody said to me, you know, it's good to choose to be home if that's what you want. But if it stops working for you yeah. and you're ready to go back to work and you want to say, no, I need help in this area and I need to have somebody else watch my kids, then giving yourself permission and not feeling, and not that feeling like that guilt that, you know what, I have to be doing this or it's a stage. Like if it's working for the person that it's like, this is a stage that I'm in, I'm okay with it. I'm liking it. But if there's that part that's like, no, I want more, then do you yeah. want that enough that you want that now, then what can you do here to change this? Because then I was a better mom because yeah. I was constantly like, oh, I want, I don't want to be doing this anymore at home mm-hmm. with my kids all the time. And just, and not everybody has that feeling. Like some, my my friend, um, Carla, she loved being at home and she was like, no, this works for me. This is what I want to be doing. Yeah. And I kept having those feelings of, I don't want to be doing this anymore. Yeah. So as soon as you can kind of like, give yourself permission to do whatever it is you want to be doing. I think that's part of it too. Yeah. I, I think love so. that. Yeah. I think that's boundaries again too, right? Like mm. really knowing, yeah. And saying yeah. no to, okay, society thinks you need to be at home, but it's like, no, I'm going to go do. Yeah, that, I love that, that. Yeah, and that, that kind of where the mom guilt mm-hmm. stems, but it comes from both sides, right? Yeah. 
there's sometimes, oh, I'm like, you know, I'm not contributing to the family. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. When I was home with the twins, I was ready because I was always, you know, running businesses, strong, independent, rah, 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 and now I'm at home. I have these little babies, little kids, but at some point I'm just like, I'm not, the, the thoughts of I'm not contributing enough, you know, because I used to make so much money. Now I'm not making money. I'm doing this. I'm not, like, that was eating me more mm-hmm. yeah. than, so we ended up having a nanny. Yeah. The girls were 14 months. I should have totally listened to my husband, FYI. <laughs> you were right again, because he wanted to get us a nanny from the start when the babies were born. Um, and I was like, nah, I'm going to do it. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Yeah. I have these babies. And then I had um, like a breakdown, mental, yeah. physical, mm-hmm. emotional. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, well, are you ready for that nanny now? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> Like, I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. So for, uh, yeah, at 14 months, I was like, I am ready. And we, and then I started going back to work and I felt so much more connected, so much more enjoying the children because I didn't have to do it all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was still present and they didn't feel like, you know, I was abandoning them because I thought I was like, oh my gosh, I had a bit of a, when the nanny came in, Maria, um, she was Ukrainian. She was 21. And like she, it started, it was bothering me at the beginning a little bit. So when we're going for a walk and she's taking the stroller and she's always taking the children. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, no, I, that's not what I want you for. Like I can push my own stroller. <laughs> Those are my children. Right. So there was a bit of that. I had to let go of yeah. the control as well. Right. Yeah. And then we had to reverse the roles because I found like she's playing with the kids and I'm like doing the dishes and doing the laundry and whatever. I'm like, mm, that's not exactly what I <laughs> wanted. Like, like it's true. I, I think I need the time when I come home to play with my children and yeah. then this needs to be done. But you again, do the dishes communication, and laundry. Yeah, communication, right? We had to sit down because I, I had a hard time. The first two, three weeks, I was telling my husband, I can't do this. Like I'm doing the work and then I come home and I have to, but I didn't communicate it to yeah. her, right? We didn't sit down and, and write down like full expectations like expectations because we were just like, oh yeah, you'll be part of the family, all that kind of jazz. Yeah. But really we didn't, you know, write down mm-hmm. and communicate. Okay, this is where I need help in this area, right? Yeah. I need you to, you don't have to do clean my room or whatever, but the kids' rooms, you know, dishes after, you know, I'll cook dinner, but then I want you to do the dishes, you know, when I come home, I want it to be like tidier and I want to play with my kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. So yeah. I'm not, Coming home, you're playing with the children and I'm doing all the other work. Like, yeah. What the heck? And I'm paying her for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So I think that's a good point. I th- I've heard a lot of moms say that, that, you know, if they do have a nanny, they come home refreshed and they are a better mom. Yeah. That you're fulfilled and you... you because know, you don't have that extra yeah. on top, like extra load, you know, managing all those loads, like what the, uh, that one lady said. Person. The mental load. Yeah. The mental load, but also, you know... Like getting the, the help, chores. the chores, yeah. right? Yeah. Getting and setting that up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know not everybody has the, you know, opportunity or whatever. Um, right. The means. The means to have help. Mm-hmm. But I was able to go out and worked for us. You yeah. Know? So yeah. get a cleaning lady. Go get some frozen dinners mm-hmm. and give yourself permission to have frozen dinners. Yes, that's yeah. the thing, that's the, the permission. Thing. Having that permission to give yourself yeah. uh, an okay. Yeah. This yes. is okay instead of not feeling the guilt. Yeah. Of, yeah. 
So and being okay with, I know a lot of uh, there. I think there's so much guilt. That was that was some of the topics we had too. Is just mom guilt. You mm-hmm. know, we we're so hard on ourselves for so many things. So I feel like self compassion is a huge yeah. component. You know, just yeah, give yourself some grace, and um, you know things like exercise and eating well and things like that. You know, yeah. do that when you can, and don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Don't feel bad about going to take time out for yourself for a girls' night or you know whatever you need for your mental yeah. health, right? Yeah. Um, and lean on your partner for that yeah. for help without yeah. the guilt behind it. Yeah, about and sometimes going to McDonald's is giving yourself that help. Yes, because it's you know taking that pressure of yeah. cooking that day mm-hmm. and being okay with it, right? Because yeah. then that takes a huge load off because yeah. you're not cooking, you're not cleaning, yes. you know, like you're just, here's your meal, let's do something fun. Yeah. It really yes. comes down to those expectations we all yes. place on ourselves. Yes. This is what you have to do to be like a good mom, a good parent. Yeah. And it's all in our head. It's a story. It is a yeah. story that yeah. you create. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and I wonder if it's because, you know, again, we sort of, some of it is our childhood, right? We have these imposed limitations upon ourselves, but I think some of it too is again, you know, those highlight reels. It's like, you you see the moms. I remember, I remember specifically like when Instagram kind of started, there was a a mom that was a friend of mine and she had twins and it just looked, they were always dressed and she was out at the park and she was doing all these things. And I thought, I remember being at home with my two kids and I thought, how the hell is she at the park and she looks good and her kids are like, I looked at mine that are messy and I just thought, I was so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. And I found out she had a nanny Mm -hmm. who was not in any of the clips, mind you. Yeah. There was no mention of a nanny. Yeah. And I thought, Shame on you. <laughs> Shame why, on you. Why would you, like, I was just so, I was more for myself. I thought, okay, well, yeah. look at you. You were comparing yourself to someone that has a nanny. Yeah. And a housekeeper, mind you. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, shame on me, really. Yeah. For, for putting those expectations on myself and yeah. feeling badly about the way that I was doing things. handle it. Yeah. yeah. Why can't she, but I can't, yeah. right? And it's like, well, we don't really know the stories. We I don't, just remember we don't know them the, yet. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was like, my cousin had a nanny and I used to always be like, why is she complaining? Like, she has all these things, da, 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 da. And then we had this conversation one day and- she just like basically unloaded all the things that go through her head that she's worried about and struggling with. And her husband, she was home, like he'd work, you know, 12, 15 hours sometimes. And like, she was struggling with all this stuff. And I was like, oh, like I just placed all these assumptions because she had this nanny and I felt like her life was like, why, like, why was she complaining? Yeah, Yeah, because we don't actually act, like that's the thing having those open and honest and raw conversations yeah. with what we're going through, yeah. right? Because we do, we tend to look at somebody else and go, oh my God, you know, they have it all together and whatever, but what we could don't they actually- What they possibly complain yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. what yeah. are you complaining about? Well, yeah. I used to get that a lot from my mom <laughs> when we were moving. You have a house, you have a car, you have a like, you know, business, your yeah. husband has a good job. Like, why would you? Well, mom, because I'm- you know, yeah. dying inside. Mm. It's like emptiness. This yeah. place doesn't feel like I belong here. Yeah. And I can't, I can't explain the feeling. I can't make you feel it. Yeah. But I need you to listen because this stuff didn't matter to me. Yeah. I needed to fill my bucket mm. and it wasn't going to be in the place we lived before. Yeah. Right. And that was killing me and being honest. But yeah, if I listen to everybody's like, opinion about whatever. You should be happy. You should be, you should be this, mm-hmm. you should that. Like, 
I'm like, yeah, well, who says? Because mm-hmm. yeah. really, I say what's good for me. Yeah. And I say what, you know, our family. I don't say, like, Lee and I say mm-hmm. what's best for our family. Yeah. And nobody's opinion really matters. Yeah. It does not matter no. at all. I know, but and it's we make so hard decisions. Sometimes. We make decisions and we always have best for us. Yeah. Versus, well, what's your opinion? You can give us your opinions, but at the end of the day, <laughs> your opinions pick. don't really we'll have an effect on what my family is yeah. doing. Good. Mm-hmm. That's like, good. Yeah. Because we're not doing it for you people. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it for us. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's interesting you say too, because, you know, I think that happens a lot of times. And you look at even like some of the people that have the most money in the world or, you know, movie stars or, you know, everybody's got something yeah. that they're struggling with or that they're lacking or mm-hmm. something, right? And I think too, you know, just looking at our youth, um, you know, like our kids and stuff, it's like, we have so much, you know, and kids now have so much, you know, like electronics. And, you know, again, we were talking about, you know, entitlement in the sense that like, do we have to go out on the boat? Like, what? Are you kidding me? (laughs) But at the end of the day, that's not what fulfills them, obviously, right? Yeah. And then we stopped making them wrong for it. This is the first time Mm. I know, like... Lee would get annoyed because oh, I'm only here on the weekend. But I'm like, they're at this stage now where they want to be with their friends. Yeah. And we we need to not, that just because we're having fun doesn't mean their experience is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're watching daddy surf. Yay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I enjoy it. I love, you know, driving him around. Yeah. He's trying tricks and whatever. But, you know, for most people, if it's just him surfing. Yeah you know, sitting there and watching him for two hours, three hours is not fun. I know my kids must have asked me like at least 10 times yesterday, where's where's the twins? Are they mm-hmm. coming to the beach? Did you did you hear back from Isabella? <laughs> what are they doing? Are yeah. they, I'm like, no, they're they're out on the boat. Like, are you sure? Maybe are they going to drive by? <laughs> so same thing, we're at the beach, yeah. but they wanted their friends, yeah. right? Yes. So you're right. I'm thinking, what do you, we're at the beach. Like, what do yeah. you need? Go play in the water. But yeah. You're right. It's it's what I love how you said you don't make them wrong for it. I think that's yeah, awesome. That's good. I'm going to keep that in mind. I love yeah. that. So yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. It's always a work. Everything's a work in progress. But it's amazing because like I've done a lot of reading now on like communication and because of the shit like Lee and I were going through. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow. I mean, I should read a little bit more because this is really helpful mm, in, yes. you know, just reminding ourselves of you know, how to speak and how not to make people wrong for their experiences or their feelings, right? Right. Actually listening to what they want because that's what makes them happy, not necessarily, you know, what makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. So we all are different and uh, yeah, just truly listening, actively listening. I think sometimes though we have to make a decision because I, uh, depending on the day, if I ask my girls, you know, what do you want to do today? They're like, we just want to sit and watch TV on our phones and play Roblox. That's what they want to do. I'm like, yeah. mm, no, I don't think that's for your highest good. Let's <laughs> yeah. get outside. Yeah. yeah, totally. And then once they're out there, they're having a good time. But yeah, yeah. I think it's like, yeah, you know, even the kids, right? Yeah. We look and we're like, you know, you have so much. We're going to the beach. We're doing all these things. Like, what could you possibly be upset about? But at the core, yeah. there is still something. Yeah. You well, know, because like roadblocks is like, it's they're socializing. Yes. Because they're playing with their friends. So they're yeah. talking. We didn't have that. Yeah. We had to go outside. But yeah. This is their play. This is their connection with their friends. Yeah. Yeah. So us always saying, no, get off the electronics. We're 
kind of taking that connection away from them because we feel it's better. But they don't have those feelings. They feel disconnected from their friends because their friends are playing and they're not allowed. So having that balance, setting a time, okay, you come home, you, you know, um, now that my my mom left for two weeks, so now I have a house for four days. And then we have my in-laws coming. So, and then I'm going to see my husband for a week. Right. (laughs) But yeah, so having that, like, what was I? I'm squirreling. ADD, I'm telling you. (laughs) Communication. You you were saying the balance of like, uh, of if they were like the, setting up the expectation of your- Oh, yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, they they come in from school and having that routine Mm. is, is important. You come home. You unload your dishes, clean them. Then you do your piano for 20 minutes. You do your homework. And then you have an hour of phone time, whatever you want to do. And, you know, you want to go watch TikTok videos. You want to call your friends. You want to play roadblock. You do that. But after the hour, the internet's done. And then you go play outside. Mm -hmm. So setting that up for us works. Yeah. You know, we haven't had that routine in a while since my parents moved in, right? And then everything that happened, like the whole house was in shambles. Yeah. But now we're slowly bringing that routine back because everything functions better. Mm -hmm. And then they're happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. Yeah. And we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, routine. But knowing, and again, coming back to like having a routine, but knowing that sometimes it's okay if it's going to, you're going to deviate a little bit, right? Yeah. But coming back to being it is important. fluid, yeah. Sometimes yeah. things, yeah, not yeah. being so rigid too. Yeah. That's another like and not topic, being, right? Yeah. Like you need to be able to, you know, kind of go with the flow yeah. and be okay yeah. if something doesn't go. Mm-hmm. Because usually in my, like we don't usually plan anything. We do, we have to plan here. Yeah. Because in the summertime, so many people come. And if you want to do something spontaneous, it's really freaking hard. Yeah. Because this is booked, this is full, this is whatever. And you're like, oh shit, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, well we tried. Yes, we know what we're <laughs> doing yeah. all day. Barbecue, you know, like whatever, right? Um, but yeah, like having that spontaneity, I think too, is uh, very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, you know, when I was thinking about uh, coming back to balance, and what you said, Alex, I think that's also really important is creating a life that you like mm-hmm. and that you love, you know, that it, you at least like. Yeah. And sometimes that's not always easy, but it's making those tough decisions about mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get a nanny yeah, or I'm going to change careers. Yeah. Even though it might be a little bit difficult for the family, um, it's moving and yeah. uprooting your kids and having change and knowing that your kids are going to go to a new school and and realizing that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. You know, those are big decisions to make that ultimately will create fulfillment for you, which will lead to helping in balance, right? Yeah. You know, so it's not like, it's easy to feel depleted if you feel depleted in your life. Yeah. And if you don't feel fulfilled or your mm-hmm. bucket's not full, as yeah. you said, right? So it's sometimes making tough decisions, letting go of the things that don't serve you. Yeah. like your old place of life, living, yeah. right? And and knowing that that was going to be a tough transition for everybody. You yeah. know, your parents moved, everybody moved. It's a tough decision, but mm-hmm. just leaning in and and doing it yeah. despite, you know, knowing that it's all going to work out in the end, right? Yeah. yeah, sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah. You have to do it and then it feels so right. Yeah. Because it felt so wrong Yeah, in Edmonton. Mm. Not that like, I love the people I love going, but it's just, there was nothing for me and I was in a really dark place yeah. there. Mm-hmm. On the outside, looked like I'm happy. 
Yeah. And it all is good. Why am I complaining? Yeah. But on the inside, and there was nothing that I was doing that was filling that bucket. I was empty. Right. I feel like for people too, and this can apply to your job. Yeah. Your career, Mm -hmm. your relationship. Yeah. You know, we just had a few people on that were talking about relationships that had gone through divorce. And it was like, you know, they felt so much better after. Yeah. Then, but knowing that that was a tough decision for the kids and all the things, but being so depleted in that relationship, you can't possibly feel fulfilled in your life if that one part is pulling, right? So it's balance in the sense of creating and and having the courage to live the life that you want, right? Which is not always easy, but that's... It's a good segue to uh, your topic, Alexander. Oh, my topic is dealing with exes. That's what it came up (laughs) quite a bit. And I didn't know my enthusiasm about it is that I effed it up today because I lost my shit and got into old patterns. And there's quite a few people who put dealing with exes as their thing they were struggling with. And it's hard when you already have so much like, hurt and frustration and there's a reason something isn't working right and you Mm -hmm. it's so easy to fall back in those same patterns um i well bonita uh you know she was on here she was saying that like a pattern if you feed a pattern energy then the pattern continues and you have Mm -hmm. to let the pattern die and so i've been reading like quite a bit of interacting with spouses and going on the uh some instagram accounts that are helpful, but sometimes in the moment we forget these things, depending if we're triggered, et cetera. But, uh, you know, just in terms of setting your expectations, what the uh, goals are for the relationship, like, is it to be civil to each other, to create, um, like, whatever you're creating Mm -hmm. and giving yourself time, and this is what I have not done and need to do, is giving yourself time to, like, grieve the fact that the relationship is broken, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not necessarily meaning that you want to... See, now I'm going to cry. It doesn't mean that you want to be with the person, but it's like giving yourself permission to grieve what your expectation was yeah. of something. And yeah. I found that really hard. And uh, yeah, see, I'm not doing a good job dealing with exes. So you guys <laughs> tell me, but I think it's like, I think it's you- hard. It's hard to be calm. It's hard when you feel hurt and angry. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when you feel out of control, but giving that pattern like the same fuel and energy is just a waste of fucking time too. Because then you get in the same bloody arguments that made you get divorced or whatever in the process. I think you also have to give yourself permission to... It, that it's okay to lose your shit. Absolutely. I mean, like we can't always hold it together and it's okay. It's okay to sometimes lose your shit because your life is being turned upside down. I know I had like a flip out moment um, over the weekend. I was, my whole world, I felt like my whole world was crumbling and I was doing shit. I never thought I like, you know, and I'm just like, oh shit, now I'm sorry uh, for acting like a crazy person. But the situation is new. The situation, I've never had to deal with this situation so now I'm going to give myself permission that I needed to do whatever I needed to do. And now I'm going to calmly get back to communication and all this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's okay to lose your shit. Yeah. yeah. And I think we do place expectations on ourselves, right? Like we kind Absolutely. of said that before too, but like 
of how we should be or yeah. I don't know. And it's hard. I feel too, I feel like you, you're wanting to be a little bit ahead of what, where you are. Yeah, I, I know think so. we want, you know, our civil uh, relationships mm-hmm. like past divorce oh, because of the kids and whatever. However, you still have to go through the divorce and you still have to deal with all the weeds and all that shit that you're going to have mm-hmm. to deal with. And then you can work on rebuilding a, a relationship past divorce. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think divorces are easy. I don't think, that, I think they're messy. No matter how wonderful, yeah, you know, the marriage was or wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there's it's a reason dreams. why you're getting divorced. Yeah, so giving yourself to deal with all the shit that's gonna be coming, yeah. and then and then working like once you're already on the other side, and you guys are done with the hard stuff because there, you know, it's like separation. Who gets the children? How's you know the house? All that kind of stuff. You will need to, you know, deal with that first. And yeah, calmly, collectively, <laughs> okay, but not, don't expect it to be perfect. Like, I also think too, emotions get a bad rap in the sense that like, yeah. I think anger is helpful for us. Anger mm-hmm. lets us know that that's your limit. You know, like you've pushed me to like that, something's bothering me. Yeah. We tend to push stuff down and then, you know, and then like you said, self-compassion, you know, like, oh, and then I lost it. Well, you lost it because you're overwhelmed and you're taking you took too much crap. You know what I mean? Like we tend to lose it in a time where it's like, it's too much. Yeah. And maybe our reaction is not totally appropriate. However, it's warranted. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. if we're taking too much crap from somebody or if it's like too much, it's that's your body yeah. trying to tell you, you need to get angry. There's times to get angry. Maybe how we handle it is where, you know, we have to adult a little bit, but I agree with Isabella. Give yourself some compassion because it's not easy. And Mm -hmm. we all have moments of needing to lose our crap. And I think it's healthy to do that. It's an outlet, you know? Um, And Lord knows you're not the only one, right? Yeah. But I think we can, like, I guess if today is a lesson for me, it's that I'm still really pissed about some things. And you can't make the other person see your point of view, but like, I'm still pissed. Yeah. And today I realized how pissed off I am and I picked a fight and it was on me. Like I could have not picked a fight, but it made me think, you know what? You have not dealt with the fact that you're this angry Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm angry. Yeah. yeah. So you need to hit I'm allowed things. to be angry as well, just because yes. it's not like somebody else has a different story. Right. And that's yeah. the thing too. Like you're not going to make that person happy Yeah, and they're not going to know, like agree with your story. Yeah. But no matter what broke down, but you're be allowed angry. to have, be angry and be I angry. am angry. Yeah. And I think I haven't given myself permission to be angry Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be angry, but I'm mad. Yeah, you yes. can be mad. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. people make people mad. And you're right. <laughs> Sometimes it's that's part of like the letting go. And I think that's the hardest part is not not getting the other person to see it your way. And it's just like, it's like a hitting the wall, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like the other person may not ever see their role in it or how they could have maybe caused you to feel a certain way. And that's the hardest thing is the letting go of like, it may never happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't control that, right? You can't control it. But it's so hard because we want to control it. And we want the, we we want the closure of like, yes, you were right. I'm sorry. I was a complete, you know, that's how I always wanted. You want them to come back and be like, you know what? I I had some time and I see it your way. And like, 
And then you wake up and realize it was a it's dream. A dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then how many times do we acknowledge our own parts in yes. the breakdown of the relationships? Because we're always looking at, you know, yeah. the other person yeah. and want them to. But are we actually looking through their lenses as well? Most of the time, no. Yeah. We're yeah. focusing on what's, why I'm angry. Why is this yeah, hurting? But then, you know, why are they hurt? Like, what is there? Because, yeah, again, communication, we don't, we're we're built for like protecting ourselves, yes. right? So being vulnerable and actually acknowledging that we also have a part in the breakdown and yeah. what am I doing to cause, yeah, you know, them being a certain way towards yeah. us. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. And coming back to those love languages, um, you know, in that book, this is part of what the breakdown is too, is, you know, the other person tends to, you tend to give love in the way that is your love language. Yes. And so, you know, the other person is thinking, I love you. I do all these things for yeah, you. Exactly. And if your love language is something different, you're like, how could you possibly love me? You never spend time with me. Right. It's like, yeah. But I do all these things for you. And that, you know, so the other person is going to have a story where, you know, I did everything. I did yeah. everything and I tried and, you know, so it's having maybe that compassion, like you said, mm-hmm. that the other person, and at the end of the day, like I try to view everyone as just that wounded child. You know, we're all just wounded children walking around trying to heal our traumas from our life kind of thing, right? And so if we, and you know, certainly there's sociopaths out there, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like, I try to relate to people in the sense that like, we don't know our blind sides. We don't know our blind spots. We don't know, like you said, you're like, I was aware that my words were hurtful. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. And because so, it wasn't communicated. So yeah. I, I couldn't make the change. I thought, you know, we're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But we weren't. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And same with him. Right. Yeah. There's times that he thought I was like good, that everything is fine. Yeah. But I keep saying, I'm not fine. This yeah. is not okay for me. And our stories, like you said, you know, it's based on our past life, right? Yeah. So our pa- our childhood, our past relationships, and we bring all that into our new relationships, mm-hmm. or our current relationships. And sometimes it's like the other person doesn't know what you're dealing with, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, like you said, I, I think communication is the key and compassion and most importantly, self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think you need to get angry and anger hit something. Anger is so healthy. I was reading something on, yeah. you know, we, anger has a bad rap. Yeah. But actually being angry is healthy because then yeah. you know what you want. Yes. It's a protection and what you mechanism. Don't want. Yeah. It's just how we communicate that anger. Yeah. And sometimes it comes out nice and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As long as we see... You know, when it, when shit hits the fan and you act irrational according yeah. to whoever, yeah. yourself or whoever says, oh, you're being irrational. Yeah. You're allowed to feel that way. However, then it's like, okay, well, acknowledge it. I may be overstep. Acknowledge what you did. Yeah. yeah. And then say, okay, this is what I have to do with. I actually <laughs> need to talk to you about. Yeah. You right. know what sometimes is helpful? I read somewhere um, and in one of my personal growth seminars I did was writing a letter, right? Like all the nasty things you want to say mm-hmm. and just not sending it, but writing it out. And also I tend to have that commun- that conversation mm-hmm. like virtual, like for myself, like yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll talk like to the mirror or to something as if I'm talking to that person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can say all those things you want to say, you know, like F you for this and I hate you for this and I hate that you did this. And then it's like, it's releasing it without, 
mm-hmm. having it land on someone else, right? Yeah, there's like the empty chair model of yes, therapy that does yes. that. Yeah. I have done that, but I just apparently I still have some anger. <laughs> well, at least <laughs> you, is, uh, you recognize. Yes. And you're like, okay, well, I have some anger shit that I need to deal with because I need, and you need to deal with it. Yeah. Right? Do not like in a timely fashion, procrastination and not dealing with it will just add and build on and that story and it's going to get bigger and bigger. And then you'll get to a spot that you didn't want to get to, yeah. but it'll be there. Yeah. She's speaking to me in metaphors. But I am she's- totally. <laughs> you know what though? When you give advice, it's you're giving, you're, you're giving advice to yourself, really. Like when you talk to someone, it's like she's speaking also to herself, right? And no, she was talking, talking directly to me. I know exactly what well, she's saying. I'm she's trying it. not to say the whole thing. But I feel like having <laughs> compassion for yourself too. And just, um, you know, like not making yourself wrong for anything, <laughs> you know? Like I think yeah. uh, we all do that where it's like, oh, you know, if you feel slighted or you feel jealous or something and it's like, oh, I shouldn't feel jealous, but maybe you should. Yeah. You know, or maybe that's something like you need to investigate. We tend to push things down. Why do I feel why do I feel that question? Yeah. It's always the why. Yeah, but why? instead of pushing it down and going, oh, that's a hor- like I I shouldn't feel that. You know, I should yeah. just I should be the bigger person, or I should. You're right. Like yeah. take it as a self discovery. And why am I sad? Why am I hurt? Why am I? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being feeling bad about it. Yeah. Anyway, on that happy note, we're pretty much done, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's no fire rapid question. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> For ourselves. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, till we hash more. it out again. We've yeah. covered some tough topics and we've really just broken the surface because we do ask at our events for struggles and we ask our community mm-hmm. what, because our, we, we are motherhood's a team sport and we want to rely on each other and want to have our team that we rely on. Um, so we've really just broken the surface. There was lots of comments and we had lots of um, yeah. people writing yeah. in. So, so yeah, tell us. Yeah. Tell us, uh, write to us, ask us, go on our social media Instagram, Facebook, let us know what you need us to uncover. Yes. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. dun. Till next time. time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. So tell us what's going on in your world. What's, What's working, what's not working, how we can support you. What are some good topics? And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye. See you.